Hey humans, what's going on? What's up? It's your girl, Chocolate Thunder. And uh, I just wanted to pop in because I have a sudden boost of like urgency to say nothing and record it. Um, Really what I wanted to say is for my uh, 12 listeners (laughs) um, that I'm going to be jumping into making um, or trying to continue my journey with making a show and I'm going to just put this episode up to let you know that I'm going to try exploring or re-exploring the video option of my podcast that I released um, as a video but never like figured out what was going on with it. But I think that the platform that I was using is switching gears and changing its ways. And I am also figuring out if I want to continue staying here or going somewhere else. But still, you can still listen to me on the same, at the same places that you do now. And I'm not going to be like, oh, okay, this is happening and that is happening because um, this is um, live at the moment and me just thinking on the fly about what's been mentally going on. This is a verbal and audio diary, just a reminder. And I do want to make it kind of into a visual diary. And if you think about it, we're all doing that. What I really love is just the way that um, the video or like the way that we receive information or entertain ourselves has changed. And of course, and obviously that's really been brought to light during the pandemic. Some of us have always been doing this, just never had a name or never was something that people caught on to. But now everyone and their mom is figuring out ways to have conversations and communications and to me create art and to to remain and stay inspired. And I really love that. And I was listening to something today that talked about how adults, like we just, we kind of like give up on imagining and like are, are using our imagination and like how much fun it is and how much fun it used to be as a child to use your imagination and as an adult, I'm thinking, wow, that that's kind of true. And like, do I use my imagination? Like, I would like to say that like, I'm a silly person. When I'm in the classroom with my students, I put on like faux accents. Like I, I low key and high key too, like practice my acting in the classroom. Like sometimes I'm super serious and very in the moment with them or sometimes I'm like ridiculous and silly and playful but I guess it just comes with the moment and the inspiration but I don't know if it's so much inspiration or imagination but I would like to say it's imagination because I I don't really always know what I'm inspired by but I love you know pretending like I'm really good at my job even though in the moment I'm I'm aight I got good moments and some great moments but then some Oh my gosh, let's get over this moment. This is a terrible moment. You know what I mean? But like, it's like year one for me being like an, an, an official second grade teacher. And I can't believe that I got to do that. Like, whoa, what a trip. And like, the way that it happened was extremely like overwhelming and like to- totally a godsend. Like it was this situation that I'm in is totally a gift from God. And like, and I don't mean 
to like freak people out, but like that's the truth. And like, I can't really explain it. Like all I can say is like, I've mentioned it in like uh, previous episodes. Like I was literally like, I don't even remember what I was doing. I just know that I was in my living room and I was over by like, I was either finishing a workout, about to work out or like, you know, moving things around in the living room. And man, I promise I heard the voice or a voice or like a small thought tell me the name of like the school that I now am teaching at. And I was like, um, it it was like familiar, similar to the name of the school that I had worked worked at in the past and quit. And that was a dream job. Like, honestly, that was a cool job. But it came with um, so many stipulations and I was young and immature. And also, um, I was by myself. Like I was literally, I had the biggest task upon me and it just wasn't like an environment of growing for me, mentally, spiritually, and physically, like all of that. Like it was just in all the ways, not a place for me to grow. to grow that I felt like I thought and I learned that I was better off not in that environment and uh, I'm grateful for that in so many ways there are other things about it or just that doing that specific thing that I do miss and so I do enjoy being a teacher that's something that I've learned like yo you good at this like you like talking you like talking to people but the more you know the more that they can learn and that's cool when you teach somebody something that they remember And like there are kids that are super so smart and I love it. You know what I mean? But they also get on your nerves and they be like, you meant, well, you said this, but I think you meant, you know what I'm saying? Always trying to drag you for your mistakes. And it's like, yo, chill. Like, that's not cute. But I used to be that kid. I used to be like always correcting people and always and not even meaning to do it like you're an idiot. It was just like, hey, I caught a flaw. And I don't know if that was the OCD in me or like the autism in me or what. And like, you know, and I don't use those things like those words flippantly, that vocabulary, like I truly feel like those things are part of me, those self-diagnosed. It's a true factor, man. It's a true factor, man. Something that I've learned and it explains so much. You know what I mean? Like my fear of eye contact and my lack of eye contact, I am grateful for a theater arts and maturity because because doing that has shown me like, yo, you can look people in the eye, but I don't always, I don't always be looking at people. I just be talking to you, talking, talking to you deeply, but not always being looking at you. And that's amazing to me when I look at someone and they're looking at me and not like in they're just like taking me in or whatever for the conversation is and it's like wow they're really paying attention to me and when I'm not looking at someone it's not that like yo I'm not paying attention to you it's just more so I am focusing deeply that's why I'm looking away or I'm looking down at my feet or I'm not intentionally trying to not look at you you know what I'm saying but it's just something that I noticed but I noticed it more when I was younger not like kid kid but like yeah when I was younger, man, for sure. And like uh, my my sibling, my uh, sister used to, when we were kids, man, when we were kids, we weren't like, man, I don't even know. We were probably like high elementary kids, like upperclassmen, if you will. 
like fourth or fifth graders, maybe middle schoolers. I don't know. But she was like, she called me out on it. And I don't even remember the verbiage, but it was like, uh, you always look away or you always do something. Like she said something about me not making eye contact. And I was like, yo, like, I didn't know it was that obvious. You know what I mean? But at the time it probably was, and it probably still is. I don't really take on to it as much, but I'm sure people notice that. And my characteristics are just so like, man, I'm an interesting woman, like for sure. Like, and I don't know how to like be different than that. But like, I can be cutesy and sexy or whatever, but I do feel like it it depends on the audience. Like who's around? Who am I trying to entertain? You know what I mean? More or less. And and I, I don't know what that sounds like. Depends on who you are, I guess, but... But yeah, man. I was just saying that I feel... I just feel like, um, first of all, what was I even talking about? I'm sorry. I know if you're listening, you're like, you you was talking about... But I was just literally taking so much in in that conversation. And like, do you ever do that when you're talking about something and you, it brings you to another thought, which triggers you into another thought. And then you're like on this whole rabbit hole of thoughts. And then you're like, yo, what was I talking about? That's so stressful, man. I hate that. Um, But yeah, long story short, you know how people say that and it ain't no long story short, man. This is a long story longer. But all I'm saying is that I'm trying to figure out how to approach the world with my thoughts and my my humor. I do feel like I'm a funny person and I do feel like comedy has been something that I've just wanted to do. Like, And I've noticed the people that I make laugh and how hard they laugh. Like I could giggle you, I can make you giggle, but like it, the, my favorite places to make people laugh are like staff meetings like stressful Zoom meetings, you know what I mean? Stressful ass situations. Because it's like, yo, none of us want to be here. So like, I'm not trying to like get us off task or anything. I, I, I don't like to do that. You know what I mean? But like, to like loosen the tension. And I don't necessarily be like, okay, everybody looks tense. It's my time to shine. It's not that kind of vibe. It's just like, I've noticed, I guess you would say. Like, that's the place that I feel the most comfortable is like in a, in a meeting or you know those kind of environments because I enjoy those environments maybe that's why um like I like like a rehearsal like a table work is like a good now I'm not like trying to make people laugh I'm just as nervous and scared as everybody else but like I will joke about that like or comment on it I think it's just like a way for me to like make it known like yo that I'm aware I'm aware of my awkwardness or I'm aware of my nerves or whatever it is you know and even to the point of like my disability, like if I, like it's so funny, like if I go out with friends and like drink with them and I'm not like, whoa, I'm drinking, I'm smashing drinks, you know what I mean? Because I don't drink like I used to drink. I don't, it doesn't take much for me to feel it, which is great. And uh, like walking anywhere, any sober at all, even at work, like in the morning, getting to work. And if you like, you'd be walking sideways or you like kind of like, you feel like you're not steady on your feet. I'll be like, damn, like people probably think I'm like coming to work drunk from like a night of partying or something. I get nervous and it's like, it's not what it looks like 
I have MS and I can't just be like, hey, everybody. But I heard and I'm going to look for it actually after I'm done with this episode. I'm going to look for it um, because I want it. It's a shirt or a saying of, of something that says I'm not drunk. I just have MS because that is factual, man. That is the facts. And so, like, I love wearing heels and I love not like stilettos or anything. I'm like a I'm like a thick heel or wedge kind of girl. You know what I mean? I just like that. I've always liked that. And even when I was, you know, younger, I hardly wore heels heels because it's just never been who I have been. I just don't find comfort in that. Some people do. And it's amazing. And it's beautiful. You know what I mean? Because high heels and heels are just a beautiful shoe. It's a creative interesting form of art to me and I love it but it's not necessarily my lane to be in personally and so being in a show where I had to wear heels I was scared you know what I mean um and not because I couldn't walk in the heels the heels that that were chosen for me were like perfect and beautiful but then walking down the stairs it just it wasn't like challenging but it was scary for me because mentally I was thinking about moving out of my place because it had stairs and I was in the hospital and they wouldn't let me leave and come home because I had stairs. And then getting my job at at um, the school I worked at last year or like 21 to 22. Yeah, it was, um, it was so many stairs. Like that whole school had stairs, 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 so many stairs. And I was like, okay, God, I, God, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I had to move out of my place. They had so many stairs. But this place, this school has so many stairs. You know what I mean? So I was like, okay. So it just kind of triggered me in a way. And I guess I just wasn't in a place of letting it go. But the costume designers are awesome. And they, like, like silently, like, put these flats in my dressing room. And at first I was like, oh no, like you guys don't want me to wear the shoes. You notice, you know what I mean? Because, um, and they were like, no, no, no. All we're saying, the shoes are just there. Like if you don't feel like wearing your heels one night. And I was like, okay, cool. So it was an obvious thing. They were real like subtle about it, which was cool. But I wasn't... I'm not necessarily in a place of shame about it, but there are certain things. What I love about the show, okay, if you like the show, I just did a show at Zach Theater. It was Roe, about Roe v. Wade, which was super crazy. This show I was in in 2020, and like two months later, I was in the hospital. You know what I'm saying? So it's crazy, like through that time of not being able to perform the show, then I got sick. The fact that I was able to come back and do the show three years later, not only me, but everyone, like the majority of the people who were in the show three years ago were were recast and put back in the show, which is awesome and amazing. And um, it's just crazy to have, to have been a part of that experience. I just think about the fact that I got to do there was like a, a part of the play where um, Norma McCorvey was like um, in the part of her life where she was like being offered like people in movies were playing her like Holly Hunter played her in a movie 
and like you know she was like people were like I'll pay you 50,000 bucks to go be on this interview and like to do this and that she was getting paid to do all this stuff she was just like okay like I'll do it you know what I mean and um there was a moment in the show where they were talking about like uh what's that lady's name Gloria Allred and like all these people were like okay you got a voice teacher and they're gonna teach you and then then they're like the rain in Spain and then she repeats it and then she's like perfect she barely gets it out and it's like obviously not what they were expecting but they're like you did you're that's great and then they bust into song you'll be swell you'll be great gonna have the whole world on the plate you know what I mean so we break into this like quick dance and I'm dancing, I'm going left and I'm going right and I'm backing up and I'm, and I'm like, yo, thinking in my head, like, yo, man, three years ago, you could never, you couldn't, you couldn't walk, girl. And it's amazing to me. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, yo, maybe I'm walking slow down those stairs, but I did it. And it's just amazing to be like, like one of two, like African-American people, like one was Afro-Latina and then me that was like and then there was Connie who's Hispanic as well but I think we were the three like ethnicities or ethnic women in the show I think and that for me personally was challenging it was hard but it was also cool but like I mean I'm familiar with that but but to a certain extent right I don't know what about it this time felt different I think it felt so much like the world of that time like feminist women, mainly white, heavily white. And, you know, I felt like, you know, trying to make my voice heard in my loud ass voice, it just felt real quiet a lot. And it wasn't like, everybody was so welcoming. I wasn't like purposely ostracized. There were times though that felt like, yo, that they don't want me to be a part of that. You know what I mean? But I was like, who am I to call them out on it? Like, I could, but what is it going to fix? You know what I mean? So I didn't say nothing a lot. And then, honestly, I just have to say, like, the night of the, like, cast party, we had, like, a closing cast party at at my girl Amber's partner's, um, one of his corporate, at corporations. But you know what I mean? He works there. <laughs> and uh, we had a great time, dude. And it was so much fun, but I felt like I got drunk, but I wasn't like, whoa, I'm drunk, I'm belligerent. But I feel like I was talking to the director about the experience, but I don't really know what I was saying, but I do, I feel like I woke up and I was like, I feel like I hurt feelings. You know what I mean? I don't know for sure, but I'm like, I've never drank to the point of being like, I'm not sure what happened. You know what I mean? That hasn't been since like college, man. So I'm like... Um, was that my MS, yo? Or like, you know what I mean? So, I don't think I was like, fuck this cast. I hate this situation. It wasn't crazy like that, but it was like me just trying to like, she was asking me how I feel and stuff. I was like, this was an awesome experience. There was times though, I feel like any black woman in Austin could have done it. I, I, I don't know if that's true, but I but I felt that sometimes, like, why me? Because I felt like her part felt like such an afterthought. 
I know that the director didn't write that. She didn't write the play. But I think I was purposely minimized because that's how the black women in that community were. That's the experience they had in the white feminist movement, women empowerment movement, like honestly. And I feel like in so many ways, it's still like that. And it and it just kind of was on uh, under a microscope in the show, and it kind of trailed out. Like it was, I mean, I enjoyed the experience, but I did, I did very much feel like I wasn't part of it. Some of the time, not every single stretch of the way, everybody was real cool. But I feel like okay, I can't really be like okay, everybody, I have a mess, and this is wrong with me, and this, you know what I mean? But I feel like there were times when I couldn't necessarily be myself without letting you know that because it was like yo this is not something you can just not talk about it was that epic to me the experience that I went through was wild like I'll never forget it I'll never forget the lady snoring and making sex sounds while she took dumps in her like portable toilet because she couldn't sit on the actual toilet man that that was a trip I want to cuss so much I already dropped the f word and I'm sorry, it just be slipping, man. Like, I'm not proud of that, but I'm just saying, man, there are some just crazy situations. That's part of why I was like, let me record it. I have to put this on the podcast because I could die tomorrow. I could die after I end this podcast. You know what I mean? Like, but this, that story of her dumping, making sex sounds, you'll have it. It'll be here forever. And that's hilarious to me. Like, I can't believe that. She was like, ugh, ugh. I'm like, ugh, woman. Do, do people make noises all the time when they take dumps? That's just a sign, bro. Something's up. Your dumps hurt that bad? That scares me. I don't want my dumps to ever be like that. I'm sorry. I'm just, I'm going on a tangent. But really, like, look, man, this was like a random episode. It's just, I had a thought that was like okay you know what um I kind of went MIA March-ish and and the end of April because I was like definitely um in rehearsals long rehearsals I was also teaching at the same time so it was like long like 14 16 18 hour days like daily it wasn't like and even weekends weekends especially you know what I mean like they were long hours I'm grateful for them because we got a lot done in a short amount of time you know what I mean and that was beautiful as a teacher I was like okay I'm not that disengaged from my students I'm still pretty focused and it was a great experience but there was just times where I missed a couple staff meetings and I had to leave work immediately after everybody left all of my students went their separate ways I had to be like peace and I didn't really like that in the past though when I was just teaching assistant I was like bye I would get out of there ASAP you know what I mean but at the same time um I I I never really loved it like leaving immediately but it also helps you know I live in Round Rock but I work in Austin everything I do is in Austin and why I live here is because of the job that I had when I first aired my di- diagnosis 
to everyone on this podcast. At the end, I talk about my new job and how excited I was to have that job. But I lost that job while I was in the hospital. That job was like 10 minutes from my house. And I just haven't moved because I like where I live. I moved here, specifically here in Round Rock at this place. Because I thought it was really beautiful for somebody, you know, starting over. So I thought it, that was cool, and it's still cool. And so I was like, I am in no position to get to to want to move, so I'm staying right here, and that's where I've been. But uh, Moise is in America now, so I'm like, yo, I might, you know, switch things up with him. But right now we chilling until it's time to make a move. So it's very cool right now where the world is taking us and where. But it's crazy, though, just thinking about everything that got me here. And and how is it that we're already in the fifth month of this new year? Part of me is like, no, wait. And another part of me is like, yo, keep, you know, I don't mind the speed. But at the same time, slow down a little bit because. But I'm grateful. I'm grateful for time to clean up this place. I can't wait to do that, to get back on my workouts. I haven't really worked out like, um consistently I work out but it'd be like okay once a week or like twice a week three times if I'm lucky you know what I mean and it's like not a consistent time like one night it'll be at like 7 p.m and the other night it'll be at like 5 30 in the morning you know what I mean so it's like not consistent it's usually like yo can you squeeze it in do you have the energy go kind of like how this episode was can you squeeze it in do you have the energy And so that's just what I did. And that's what I can't wait to get back to doing. And I don't want to make false covenants like, yo, you're going to do this and you're going to do that. But one thing that I've learned is like, I, I do like lists. Maybe it's the one in me as far as Enneagram, like to make lists, to be able to check them off. Or maybe it's the five in me. Because I don't think of it as a stressful thing, but it's more of an organization thing. Like, I enjoy when I'm... Because I make a list of my bills on my bills, you know? And it feels good to be like, paid, paid, paid. I love that. It's like, oh my God, I can breathe, you know? And that's just something I'm grateful to be able to do. So, I want to keep that up. And... That about sums it up. I don't really know what else to say because I didn't really say much, but I'd said I wanted to ur- had a sense of urgency to babble and really just spill my beans. And that's really it. I just wanted to do that. And I thank you for listening. I really appreciate the listeners that I have. And I joke about 12. You know, it's more than that, but I do. You know, I just joke about it at this point because I'm trying to find what I want to talk about and how I want to present it and that's just what I've been doing so if you don't hear from me or haven't heard from me I haven't forgotten about you I still love you you're still cool I just um am switching gears in so many ways like the school year is ending and and it's not as calm like remember like high school and uh I will only just say high school because I don't really know if middle school was like that but like the end of the year how uh it started to feel lackadaisical and like, okay, I'm over this. You know what I mean? And 
elementary don't be feeling like that. You still got to work your butt off to the to the dang last day. And I don't mind that, but I'm like, yo, okay, like I'm over it. Like today we, no, tomorrow, tomorrow morning we have a field trip to McKinney Falls. Like how epic of a field trip. And I've never been, but the sound of it, doesn't that sound crazy? So I'll let, I'll come, I might have to come back and let you know how it went. You know what I'm saying? And I really hope it goes well. So be thinking of us and positive vibes, especially if you listen to this today. But even if you don't, send positive vibes my way and i'm going to do the same to you guys i appreciate you all listening i love you that truly about sums it up with summaries with chizak <laughs>